0: Welcome to today, and welcome to Death Valley Girls Podcast. I'm Bonnie, and I talk to heroes about what makes them excited, and sometimes we talk about unexplainable supernatural occurrences. If you are into this episode and you want more, please go to our Patreon page and become an initiate. This week, we brought back Marcella Kroll for round two. I learned way too much last week to not have a million more questions this week. Marcella has such a unique knowledge and perspective from being a psychic multidimensional being experiencing earth life in a neurodivergent autistic human body, and she is too cool. There is too much to learn. Here we discuss the overlay between being a psychic multidimensional being and mental health, neurodivergence, and Western medical ideology. Please welcome to your head and heart, Marcella Grohl! Hi. (laughs) Thanks so much for coming back so soon.
1: Oh my god, thanks for asking me to come back so soon. I'm like, like, you want to talk again? I would love to. Okay. Okay, good.
0: Um, Because after we talked, I just realized, like, I had so many more questions. Oh, Um, okay. Yeah. So I just feel like um, I've always, like, I went to Looney Bin when I was in high school, and I (laughs) always felt like it was sort of more of like a spiritual problem um, mm-hmm. than a like psychiatric issue right? or a little bit of both. And I feel mm-hmm. I've always felt like that, um, you know, other cultures, how they sometimes mm-hmm. look at psychiatric issues it is more of a spiritual problem. Mm-hmm. And I think you have like a really unique perspective on that, because um, what do you say that um, you are neurodivergent. I learned yeah. that from you. So, <laughs> yes, a human.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm neurodivergent. Um, but you know, I guess like clinically, like I'm considered on the autism spectrum. I'm autistic. Okay, so
0: that's different.
1: Well, it's the same. Neurodivergent is basically like the 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 pool, the threshold. I mean, a lot of, you know, some people are, you know, a, you can include ADHD and like, oh, okay. In neurodivergency. I, I prefer to say I'm neurodivergent just because, I mean, there's a whole host of things going on in my brain and my personal operating system. Okay. So, um, But, you know, I, I definitely like, I mean, it's interesting. There's so many things around um mental health and mental health stigmas and yeah. you know like the psychic world and things like that. And I I do believe um that a lot of people who are mentally unwell are, you know, there can be like a a spiritual sickness or something else going on. Or maybe not even maybe they're just they're just in a different operating system. It's not sick. It's not being sick. It's the same thing with being autistic. Like they're I'm not broken. Yeah. Autism is not a deficiency. It's just different. And I think that the frustrating part about um, whether you are con- like considered like if psychic or medium or autistic or whatever, like people think that it means there's something wrong. Whereas I think like, well, maybe neurotypicals, maybe that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong. It's just a different operating system.
0: Yeah. Well, it seems like um, a sensitivity or an ability almost to me. It seems more like an ability to see or hear or feel more. um, And like the needle is uh, triggered easier, whatever. Right. Well, and, and,
1: you know, trauma can do that too. And like having PTSD and anxiety, all of those things, I think are symptoms of us not listening to our like physical and spiritual centers and we're fried, you know? Right. Um, and also just to know the differences, like in my own experience, like, so I have one of my brothers, it, one of them, um, is schizophrenic, right? And I, him and I are like, we both had a very mirrored experience at around the same age. So like at 18, I overdosed and when I woke up, it was like all of the lights were on, you know, like all the senses that I had dulled or put to sleep because it was too much turned on. And, um, suddenly I was aware of everything. It was like the channel just changed. Now my brother, um, you know, had a similar overdose experience around 18, but here's the thing, his dial got totally turned all the way up and, He was never able to regulate it down. Now, I don't know what the difference, like, in how we handled it. For me, I think because I fell into, like, astrology and tarot and, like, all of these weird things, like, I got obsessed with, like, wanting to know why I ticked the way I did, whereas he did not have those things, like he fell more into like boxing and fighting and like, you know, things that like, he didn't fall into things that help him understand why he was the way he was. And that really, it was like, he couldn't turn the dial back.
0: Do you think that any of that might be social or cultural, like around men and women stereotype stuff?
1: Um, I think certainly to a certain degree, but also like physiologically, like, I don't know, like, um, I don't think for him, I think it was really hard to be, he's very masculine and very like mask tough guy presenting. And I think it was really hard for him to be in his feelings. Right. You know? So, so it definitely was like, not like, also wasn't encouraged to talk to like a therapist, you know, it was just like, they put him on meds and that was it. Whereas with me, they were like a little more like, what do you need for support? Right. And, um, so,
0: so weird how people are treated differently, like or forced oh, to yeah. suck it up or, or forced well, to like, you need to be coddled either way. It's just yeah. everyone, you know, strange.
1: Well, and, and what's interesting is also we have different fathers. So I think there's also different like biological makeups that make up certain things. Right. I mean, there are a lot of things that I didn't know that maybe I had an advantage with certain things, but also... Maybe like my constitution was able to regulate it a little bit differently. Um, but I also found out like it, um, uh, like again, growing up, I didn't know this. I didn't know this until a couple of years ago, but like, so my great grandmother on my father's side was institutionalized, um, for being a seer essentially. Yeah. Like, great. and, yeah. yeah. And then my grandmother, my father's mother, um, was a tarot reader at Woodstock and like, oh, cool. she was like a psychic and she worked on like, she did makeup in a mortuary and like, um, but she used to do tarot readings.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and, uh, you know, so I think, I think also like the system that like screwed over my great grandfather, it also like, He took it out on her, my great grandmother, you know, and then I don't know. It's just like these things that we inherit genetically that are seen as bad. Right. You know, being intuitive or seeing things. Yeah. um, You know, and then coming back into like, you know, knowing that it's more supported. um, Yeah.
0: Well, that's so interesting, mm because I guess that that's mainly or a big chunk of what I wanted to talk to you about is I feel like. I, I don't think it's essential that people get diagnosed or anything, but I think mm-hmm. um, it's really cool that you did um, just because of what you were saying about mm-hmm. how um, autism is something that's mainly studied in young boys. Right. Feel like the more we learn, um, obviously the better it is for people later. And I guess something I was thinking about is that you kind of described some of the things that, um, that, that your operating system does, from autism. But I guess something people don't really understand is um, what your experience is as like a psychic. And when you're talking about playing like Lacaz shows and stuff and seeing something on someone, like, I just was wondering if you could describe that experience, because I think people need, I just Mm -hmm. want people to be more accepting of everyone's experience. But Mm -hmm. I think the first step is knowing what other people are experiencing. So might you go into a bit more detail about your experience as a psychic?
1: Oof, okay. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's just like, this is just the life that I'm living and it's not any, like, it's just like second nature. So things that might be like strange to other people are just so everyday for me yeah. that I don't, like people are like, oh, why don't you talk about it? Like this, I mean, maybe I, I had a lot of like, ooh, moments, like, when I was younger. Um, but now it's just kind of funny. It's like, I don't know. I remember, well I'll give you one example. Um, this was like several years ago or something. I don't know. It was in Venice. And there used to be, do you remember Abbott's Habit? <laughs> not, no. It, it was just like this like weird little coffee shop spot on Abbott Kinney. And like, it's like, it, it's not, it's not there anymore. Obviously like a lot of stuff is, con and it was there for decades but yeah i just remember walking in and like there was like a guy that kept like poking out like from behind a tree and like i would just see like this energy wave like kind of like my hands doing now. <laughs> like <So> whoa cool. <laughs> and i was like and it's clearly not like a human person living person it's like a spirit it's like there's venice is filled with landlocked spirit i mean like so many places in this city and country. And, um, so I like, the thing is for me, it's just so normal. Like, and also I have like no filter. I just, I just looked at it. I was like, what, (laughs) what, like, (laughs) the girl behind the counter was like, um, can I help you? (laughs) I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I just like, I saw something. She's like, did you see, like, did you see a spirit? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, (sighs) I knew there was something in here, you know, like that kind of thing. So a lot of times, um, I also, I have this thing now where I joke, I'm like, I always say, it's like my pro bono work is like releasing landlocked spirits because I don't get paid for. It just happens. Like I get pulled to a place. I, when I was traveling a lot, you know, before pandemic, Uh um, I have what I called like my deal that I would make when I would stay in a place like my haunted hotel agreement. Yeah. And I, I would usually set up and be like, okay. And I had to start doing this because it was really disturbing me. Like if I, I would make an agreement like, okay, I will, the agreement is this, I will help you move on energetically, but you have to let me sleep. Yeah, you have to let me rest. You have to let me feel good, refreshed, replenished and nourished while I'm here. Wow. And why I started doing that specifically was because there was like three times in a row. I was just being kept up all night by agonizing feelings or really distressing feelings or not restful. And I the the worst, worst one yet was um, in East Austin. Oh, wow. That night, what, like, this is what really I was like, enough is enough. Because that night, um, I was there for a conference, a tarot conference. Oh, cool. Mm. That's cool. And I was staying in, like, an Airstream trailer. And then there was a lightning storm. Okay. (laughs) And, um, And then it was, I felt there was, like, a male spirit. And it was, like, it felt like it was old like not like almost i want to say confederacy like era but like he was wounded i could see he had like he had been he had been um this is really probably i don't know if you want me to describe what i saw
0: you can Um, but i'm gonna make faces for sure (laughs) okay
1: he was definitely someone that was um he was definitely of color and he was like I felt like they tortured him because I saw him he's like missing a leg and he just was stuck like yeah and um and like, I was like, what do you need? You know, like it was really challenging conversation, like kind of, cause the thing is, they don't, spirits don't always just like talk to you, like yeah. in your language, you know, like, especially when they're in pain or if they've been land, like landlocked for too long, like they're just become like kind of like, you know, you see zombies almost like they become like kind of haunted, yeah, haunted versions know, of themselves.
0: Do they know where they are or where they're meant to be?
1: No, usually they don't. I mean, like they, they know where they are or they're confused about where they're, they don't know where they're supposed to be or where they're going. It depends on how long they've been gone for. Honestly, this person though was definitely in a lot of pain. And I, so basically I call it like airport traffic control. So I was like, okay, like. I will release like I so I was just like okay like I started praying for him and like showing like visualizing like the pathway and like I start to visualize like a pathway and a way for him to go and then all of a sudden it like opened up and I there was a line oh shit it wasn't just him (laughs) it was like I counted like 27 spirits oh my god and I was, I had to ta- I had to teach the next day at this conference. I was exhausted and distressed and like a wreck. Yeah. And then I was like, I can't, this, like, this isn't going to work, you know? Yeah. Um, and then um, I, I just like, even that though, it's interesting. It took one more trip after that for me to really put something into play because I, I remember like my next trip I was going to Denver and then I was getting psychic. Like I got psychically like jumped. Like I was falling asleep. yeah. And then I, it felt like someone broke in and I felt four spirits, like just like kicking my ass. And, um, I like woke, I like pulled myself awake fully. And I was just like, Oh, what the fuck?
0: That's not fair.
1: No, it was really violating feeling. And then, um, so after that, I was just like, enough is enough. Yeah. Like, so I started making deals and I was just like, you have to stop. And like, so my first experiment with, with seeing if it would work was actually in New Orleans. Oh, wow. um, yeah. So I went in and knew, it's funny because New Orleans was the first place that I had a conscious awareness of being um, pos- like possessed wow. at one point. Yeah. Years ago, years ago, I had a spirit jump in my body, but I didn't know that that's what they did. Yeah. You know, like I was never awake for it because I used to drink a lot and I would pass out and they would basically be like driving the vehicle and I would yeah. not remember anything. Yeah. But, um,
0: totally. I have experience. that's the, that's the only part I have experience with is like, sorry, mm-hmm. to inter- but every mm-hmm. night when we stay at a motel, like I can't stay in a room with mirrors, which every room has. I can't have like a mirror look at me. It's like yeah. scary for yeah. me. I don't know why, because I'm not as like aware as you. But I definitely do like take medicine and drink, um, and then I'll wake up like having um, right written stuff that has nothing to do with my experience. Right.
1: Um, well, I think I think when you're, I mean, that's for me personally. Like, I got sober uh four years ago it was just over four years ago thanks (laughs) I needed to though because I was just like it was just too first of all I have a really hard time being in a physical body like I was just joking with my friend that like if you know if there was like physical contact from like an extraterrestrial right now and they're like, do you want to come back? I'd be like, yes, take me. Uh, you know, I, I have a hard time being in a human body. And, um, so I would often, and I'm Pisces, whatever I check out a lot. It's really easy for me to just like, whoop, people be like, where'd you go? Yeah. Uh, And disassociate or like go to like, you know, some Shangri-La in my brainscape. Um, you know, I'd rather be dreaming honestly like you know but um i'm like i'd rather be dreaming it's much nicer there it's much comfortable i can move freely like you know um and i don't know what the point of me telling you that was but anyway uh, (laughs) i
0: like it thank you
1: (laughs) well like so my first experiment with it the new boundary system was in new orleans and it was kind of amazing
0: (laughs) yeah did you Uh, make it up
1: yes yeah (laughs) well (laughs) I don't know if I made it up, but I made it up for myself. Right. I mean, I don't know. I'm sorry if you hear all that noise. Lord's scratching away. She's trying to, she's trying to like get out. She's very (laughs) hyper um, right now. Um, so I like the whole plane ride on my way there. I was like, okay, like I made a haunted hotel kit which actually drew it out like in my book priestess. But so I was like, I made my own haunted hotel kit. I was like, okay, I'm going to grid the room. I'm going to get there. Before I get there, I'm just letting the spirits that are already there know that like, Hey, I'm on my way. I'm totally cool. Like if you need like assistance, totally here for that, but you have to let me sleep. Okay. I, I need to be comfortable. Yeah. And I remember I said, I need to be comfortable. So then I get there and I check in and the guy is like, so we've got you listed for this room, but, um, we're going to upgrade you. And I was like, what? He was like, complimentary upgrade. And I was like, to a suite. And I was like, what? How much is that? Like, yeah. he's like, it's complimentary. Yeah. I was like, Oh, oh, oh okay. Thank you. What did I said? What did I do to get to deserve that? Yeah. And he just started laughing. He's like, eh, you look like one of us. What? I was like, okay. So I go up in this room and I'm having what I call like a pretty woman moment. I'm like, (laughs) "Ah, oh my God. Oh my God. Like, like opening, like there's like an armoire. There's a full fridge. There's a guitar. Like, I mean, like there's a record (laughs) player with all these records. It's like a full. I was like, oh my God.
0: That's so cool.
1: So then I go and I grid the room and I'm like, all right. All right, everyone. Like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll, uh, I'm like, just let me sleep. I have to teach and I have clients and I have, you know, whatever. And, um, So I I was there for like three days. And I think it was the day before I left, I heard a voice like of a girl. Like, and she was like, don't forget about us. Oh, like, wow. Oh, whoa. No, no, I won't. I won't. <laughs> so then I did. And I like, I, I remember crossing over three, three spirits. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. um, Because I really I feel like they hooked me up. they were like, okay, we'll get you comfortable. Here's some hospitality. Yeah. It felt really good. And I was like, I like this a lot, you know, because it's like this mutual, um, respect and admiration, you know, for the living and the dead. Yeah. You know, and I feel like now this sounds a little crazy, but whatever, I don't even care anymore. Um, (laughs) I feel like now, like living in LA, which I'm, you know, leaving soon, but like living in LA, I keep getting pulled to places, not because I need to go there, but because there are energies that are like, hey, can you help us move out along? Because so many people are having like, like really sad yeah. and lonely transitions. So, like
0: more so now than before, or?
1: Yes. I mean, because um, because of, uh, the pandemic, not just COVID, but COVID related people right. who, like are dying uh, on the streets, right. people who are dying in hospitals, we, they can't be around their loved ones. People who are dying like down the street at the lake, you know, like, yeah. um, people are having really like, um, there's a lot of, I feel like it feels very crowded here in Los Angeles yeah. and it feels very haunted because it is. You know, it's like a lot of people who are stuck um, land, land spirited pretty much until they get the proper release.
0: Um, like, do they where do they go after you release them?
1: The, the, some will move on. They'll reincarnate. Some will just go and they can move into their next kind of evolution. Some of them want to be helping spirits or guides. That's what I
0: want to do. That's yeah. what I want to do so bad. I want to be a spirit guide.
1: Totally. And you can be. I mean, the thing is, like, we've all, like, I think if you're in a new incarnation, you, you, you're you going to have all these different experiences. Sometimes you're going to be a guide. Sometimes you're going to be an odd, like, a, a different species. Oh, my God. She is What's she doing? Nuts. She's being crazy. I'm almost, like, tempted to take her out. Give her a being... little
0: sunshine.
1: Well, it's a little cold for her, but oh, like just yeah. take her out of let her run around. The th- I, I usually let her free roam, but lately she's been so hyper. She's getting stuck in places. <laughs> oh no. Like I'll, I'll be like, where did she go? And like, I find her like in between like the door and the screen. Or, like, <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, how did you even get in there? Like, Aww. yeah, she's pretty funny. Um,
0: I can't wait to meet her. Well, I guess, um. I guess another question I have is that, and I know that at this point for you, um, it's probably just part of your nature, but I feel like something, I feel like a lot of the experiences that you had before you were aware of what it is, like people, I guess, can you describe how to know if something is happening outside of yourself or inside of yourself, or if it's a human energy that's messing with you or a spirit energy, like, did you work on that? Or like, how do you, I mean, I kind of I know?
1: F- like falling on my face, like multiple times, um, you know,
0: or if somebody else is really experiencing like lots of you know how you said after your overdose, like it, the dial getting turned? Like, right, if right, somebody's right. experiencing something like that, like, how, where do they start for help, I guess? For,
1: right. Well, the thing is like having to regulate your own, like, what is, I think the biggest thing you can do for yourself if you're all of a sudden, you're like, oh my God, I'm seeing and feeling and sensing all of these things. I think the first thing you need to do is differentiate. How, like, what is yours and what is outside of you? That's the first thing.
0: That seems so hard.
1: It's, it's, it is, but it's not. Like, I think ultimately, like, if I said to you, like, if I'm, I don't know, let's think of, like, how, um, like, if I'm angry, right, or, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something more physical first. Like, if I'm eating a peanut butter sandwich like, and you see me eating it, are you tasting the peanut butter? Mm-mm. Yeah. But you can have a sense of it and okay. crave it, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, you're, like, craving it, peanut butter. <laughs> now, because, to me, that's you empathizing with me eating it. That's not you actually eating it. Right. So okay. So, I think the thing is, sometimes... That's cool analogy. Right? That's, like, oh. one <laughs> look at it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the quickest ways to do it though is really experimenting with like really getting knowing. Um, if you spend time by yourself, right, and get really tuned in, how do I feel right now? Not just like emotionally, but like, how does my body feel? Yeah. Right. And just like kind of make mental notes or write it down if you need to, like say in the morning before you know like before you start your day make note of like I feel a little groggy today or I feel a little bit of like some stiffness or or maybe you're like I feel really energized I feel this right then go out into the world and then suddenly you know you're irritated or suddenly you're sad or suddenly you're like clenched like your body is you know ask yours and then you have to go and like look at the difference and go okay like what am I responding to oh, you know cool. Um, I think a lot of times I you know when I was younger I didn't know that I was extremely and deeply one I didn't know I was autistic but also I didn't understand people think autistic people are emotionally not sensitive or I think it's the opposite I think yeah. we're so sensitive but also, I grew up in also a lot of like intense volatile environment. So I'm hyper vigilant about the room, knowing what's yeah. going on in the room. Um, to the point where people sometimes are like, are you a cop? I'm like, no. Yeah. Like, I'm just paying attention, looking yeah. for all the exits. Thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, so here's the thing. I would notice certain things about like, say my mother or my mother's friends, even if they weren't talking to me, right. I would suddenly become sad or depressed or take on the emotions of the adults around me when I should have been fine. Like what?
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that was
1: like starting to notice certain things. Um, Yeah, I don't know, like, or noticing when people, like, I I can feel when people were lying to me. Yeah. You know, um, but the the first thing you need to do is really, 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 really learn how you feel.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I never thought, yeah, check in with yourself. See how your base level is before you...
1: like if I went to like if we were playing a show, right? And like someone, two people in the eight hundred people that were in our band like <laughs> had a fight or something. Yeah. Like, but nobody was talking about it. But then all of a sudden, like I could feel it like pestering me. Yeah. Now I in that moment I could go, you know, I was fine before this. Why am I feeling this right now? This is the diff why you have to know what the difference is because if I didn't make an effort to know that that wasn't mine, I could take it and internalize it and make it my problem.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: And it's the same thing with spirits. Okay. One of the most like extreme, I guess like another extreme kind of spirit being in the body situation was I used to live at this place up um, on, on Sargent in Echo park. I don't know if I don't think I knew you then, but, um, And it was, like, this, like, little two-room studio, whatever, and uh, they had redone it. I didn't know anything about, like, the place before, like, who lived there before. Yeah. And then I had, like, quit smoking for a few years at that point, but then not only did I start smoking again... I started smoking in bed. It was like the weirdest wow. thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, very specific. I yeah. just be like smoking in bed and watching TV. And then I found out like I was having weird dreams, like saying you have to quit smoking. You have to quit smoking. Um, I even saw something like come out of the sky and I was like, it was like, you have to quit smoking. And I was like completely like sober I thought yeah. maybe some drugs I had done in the 90s like <laughs> reentered my system somehow it was yeah. very bizarre I was like yeah. oh my god I'm tripping <laughs> and I didn't even take anything um, but then I ran into a neighbor like that later that week and she was like oh yeah the the reason why like the apartment that you're in was was not like it was vacant for a while was because they had to redo it. The guy that lived there before was like like an older guy. And he set the house on fire because he was smoking in bed.
0: Oh my God.
1: that's Yeah. And I was like, Oh, like to me, that was like, he's still alive, but like the energetic impression he made on the, like, I'm so psychic. Like I tapped into that and just because I was like, not, certain of my own energy, I just started doing those behavioral things. That's why if you notice, you see that stuff happen to people who are um, porous. And also I call it like when you have shit boundaries, like you're really susceptible to like psychic like attachments or weird energies or mimicking things that are already like in the ethers.
0: Yeah, that's what I am because I'm not totally attached to myself. So I mimic a lot of things. Mm -hmm.
1: It happens. I mean, you know, I watch the next time. Well, I mean, you know, we're not really eating in restaurants, but like something that I noticed really interestingly. I remember watching being at this restaurant and this couple were like two booths over and they were fighting and then they left and then they sat down another couple. And then within a few moments, they were fighting and they left. And I said to my friend, I was like, they gotta stop, like somebody's gotta cleanse that area, or like they can't. These couples are just gonna keep breaking up. Like whatever's going on, oh, that energy is like not yeah. <laughs> like it's like a tape, you know, like in cassettes or VHS. Like when you record something, it's just like, and then you record over it, the recording's yeah. still under it.
0: Right. Oh, that's so cool. That's such a cool way to look at it.
1: That's the way I view, like, like all think of all the wars and the pillaging and the awful things. Like, it's like, we're just repeating stuff until the energies are cleared. Yeah. Like, or reset, like, we're just going to keep rehashing it.
0: Right. And I know you do a lot of like energy clearing stuff for like people's houses and stuff like is is there anything in common between, I mean, does anyone not want to leave? Is there ever any energy or spirit that's like, doesn't want to leave? Doesn't.
1: Sometimes. I mean, sometimes it's uh, because they have unfinished business or they have a deeper attachment and, um, you know, I don't, I, I try to like, not, I don't, it's interesting. Cause I don't do those things as much anymore because I think sometimes there's a reason why those energies are there.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think it's like, you know, while well, I think it's good to get help. I think some people need to take a little responsibility and not just like kick spirits out because they're like, this is my house now. <laughs> like,
0: okay. yeah, you know, no, that I'm a little sense. bit
1: like less like likely to do. I'm like, what do they need? Maybe you need to make an offering. Yeah. You know, like, you know, <laughs> like so who was cool. here before you? Like, yeah, <laughs> like just because you bought it doesn't mean it's yours.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I really like that. That makes sorry, but that's so cool because. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that makes so much sense because really you don't necessarily yeah you you might not necessarily be doing the right thing just because it's
1: you know. yeah like you're just perpetuating a further problem you know yeah wow. sometimes i'm just like well, well you figure it out yeah <laughs> that's cool like a blessing is i think different but like kicking spirits out i'm not gonna kick people out like yeah. if they're having trouble and they want to move on wonderful i'll totally help you yeah. but if you're just trying to boot a spirit out because you're uncomfortable like but that spirit is there for a reason sometimes the other thing too is people like will blame stuff on spirits and i think like i'm like that's not a spirit that's your shadow that's your demons like yeah. you deal with it <laughs> yeah because
0: totally... it's just gonna keep
1: coming back yeah you know like
0: that's so cool that's so, so. cool you're so it's like cool.
1: when you know like <laughs> I don't know. I just laugh at like, sometimes like people, they're like, Oh my God, I did a bunch of drugs and now I'm going to cleanse. I'm like, that doesn't erase. (laughs) It might make you your system feel a little bit better, but if you're just going to do it all over again, like, yeah. That's so
0: cool. Well, like I, that's mainly like really what I wanted to talk to you about. I guess it's just, I mean, you said it so much. I didn't even know that there would be an answer to it, but I guess I think the main thing, I, I'm just so happy that you said that about, yeah, checking in and checking yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's good for anyone, but yeah. I feel like people don't realize that everyone has a different degree of sensitivity. Right. Even, even, you know, like just everyone is, has yeah. different things. And I feel like understanding everyone is, is important.
1: <laughs> it's important. I mean, just like quickly though, too, cause I, while I'm remembering this, it's like, yeah. sometimes, like, particularly people when you are really trying to find your way, and you're like, just starting to like, kind of open up to these experiences. You know, you can feel vo- really vulnerable. And, um, and you might like, just really vet anyone that you're working with, or trying to talk to or learn from, because there are people that prey on other people's fears. And I want to say this, like, Even for as experienced or whatever you want to call it as I am, like, even when I am feeling vulnerable, I can be open to maybe like things that don't really, they just want to swipe my energy. They might not be like demonic, right? They might be just like a little parasitic, you know, like, and that can come in the form of people who don't listen to or respect your boundaries. You know, they're telling you, you need to do this, you need to do that. Because and they they push it under the guise of spiritual guidance and yeah. you know um, I mean I've even ha- I've had that happen you know uh, you know when I've been vulnerable and like I take this stuff so seriously yeah you know that's the other thing It's like I take it so I you know I I take my spiritual guidance like really seriously yeah you know so but I will say this if it is truly your like spiritual guides or, or like higher benevolent beings that are here to assist, even if it's scary or hard news or hard message, they're never going to make you feel bad. Okay. Like they're never going to make you feel like you're a fuck up. Yeah. That to me is low, weird, like parasitic entity energy yeah trying to feed off your fear, because even when my guides have been like, Yo, you gotta make a change, this is not good, they will not make me feel disempowered, right they'll be like, Okay, here we go, you know yeah. it's like a different it's just a different feeling, yeah, you know that
0: that's so cool and i maybe I asked you last time I can't remember, but what's just like a a simple way to get closer to your guides and your intuition and stuff <laughs>
1: like exercise it, try it. And I mean, really exercise those muscles. You know, if you are sitting there and you're like asking for guidance and then you are refusing to open your eyes to the possible answers. Um, like when I, sometimes I will like ask for a sign or something like, what do I do? And I kind of also, I don't like try to like hunt down the sign. I release it, but then I pay attention You know, sometimes the guidance, the answer will come like in a song or I'll just happen to be like looking up and like I'll be thinking about something and then someone will walk by and say something completely unrelated to me, but it answers my question or look up at a billboard, you know, pay attention um, to the things that speak to you, you know, Um, but engage with your intuition regularly you know maybe one of the things sometimes that i i haven't done it in a while but like i like to just like go okay like if i have an, a day off i'll be like i just go okay i'm going to i'm going to work with my intuition what should i do today you know and not overly think about it but just go with the the flow of where, what feels good maybe it's staying home maybe it's like you need to go drive out to here or you need to go for a walk maybe you need to eat something um get to know it and not be so mechanical.
0: Yeah. Uh, and linear. Cool. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Um, anything else that you can add?
1: Oh, (laughs) Um,
0: I'm just, I'm so happy. Yeah.
1: No, I don't know. I'm just like, I don't know. Where, where where's my alien? Like, well, (laughs) what's next? I mean, I just think we're ready for, there's some big leaps and bounds that are coming over like the next couple of months. And I, you know, I say that and I can't tell you what it is. I don't know what it is. I just, just a feeling.
0: Yeah, no, I was <laughs> totally, I was just talking to the, um, the experiencer and an abductee uh, hypnotherapist uh, and oh. the, uh, re- she does like regression and stuff. And she was, she's just said the exact same thing is that all of the, like 70% of the abductees are like something's coming next like
1: can I need her info please yeah you oh want to my god i yeah. want to do it because i am you. like i i i think we had talked about it so long ago I, yeah. and then someone else was like you need to speak to some like it, yeah, like she- it keeps coming around me but i have not followed like maybe this is i i need to do this
0: yeah maybe that's why this whole thing is happening cuz She'll be like your mom. She's like such a. She's like, Mm. yeah. She's the best. She's so sweet. Um, and she's, yeah. She has like 30 years experience talking to people that have been in outer space. So
1: right. I'm like,
0: yeah. I'll text it to you right after. Thank you. So I have a picture of Theta Barra I found yesterday that I wanted to text to you. Um, My
1: mom. I my other mom. (laughs) Yeah. I ever tell you? I know we're going over this, but like, um so she's at uh, uh, forest Lawn right oh really yeah so Ooh, cool yeah. <laughs> but like where she is in forest Lawn like you're not supposed to go in there right oh, okay. but no but it was great because um, <laughs> And this I don't want to get anyone in trouble but um, okay. the first time I went <laughs> and I I brought her flowers I didn't know you couldn't go in. like it wasn't you know some of those the, the mausoleum and the things like they're blocked off like there's yeah. ropes and stuff. But I just like walked in and I was like, Hey, like I'm looking for, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever I said, her, her, not her pseudonym. I said her married name, which I'm not going to say, cause I don't have people going there. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm, I'm like, for I'm sweet. like, don't ruin it for me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it's like, I go visit her. So I go visit her. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> and, but anyway, I go in and I had the flowers and, excuse me the security guard was like do you know where you're going and I was like I don't she's like hold on and she like pulled out these maps and rolled it open and goes you go here here and here and she's like just step over the thing like
0: that's so cool
1: so it was so cool I got to and I brought her flowers and like commune with her and um yeah I don't know I just like I love her so much
0: yeah she's super cool that's one more people need to know about that i connected
1: with her spirit when i first moved here and that was the thing that really drew me to because i didn't know about her until i lived in my little 1920s hollywood studio um apartment in hollywood um like the second year i lived in la and i kept getting visited by her
0: that's so cool
1: it was really cool yeah
0: what a hero that's awesome (laughs) well thank you i thank you so thank you so much. This is. Oh, uh, uh, thank you. Than I thought I would take up your time, but it's I really, fine.
1: I, I want really one of really the awesome it. sweatshirts of Death Valley Girls sweatshirts. Oh. Too. I
0: gotta get one. yeah. I yeah. there's. I, you got it. You got it, sis. <laughs> yeah, I'll give okay. you one.
1: I think Death Valley Girls sweatshirt. Everyone yeah. should get one. They're <laughs> so cool and cute. And um, also, please send me the Ducky yes, person. I'll info. send it
0: to you right now. I love you so yes. much. I love you. Um,
1: let well. me know if you need any
0: help with moving or whatever.
1: Oh, um, I will. I will. And if you know anyone that wants a Crowley book, I'm selling this like equinox book that because i'm getting rid of everything i just don't want to put it in the yard sale
0: <laughs> yeah i'll i'll think about that yeah okay all right um i love you so I much love you too. i'll talk to you later thanks so much Bye-bye. Bye.